chapter 25 this chapter is about damu anna kasar of ahmadnagar speculations amarleela preliminary we begin this chapter with a prostration with all our eight limbs to sai baba who is an ocean of mercy the god incarnate the parabrahma and the great yogeshwara victory be unto sai baba who is the crest jewel of the saints and abode of all auspicious things our atmaram and the sole refuge of the devotees we prostrate ourselves before him who has attained the aim and end of life sai baba is always full of mercy what is wanted on our part is wholehearted devotion to him when a devotee has got firm faith and devotion his wishes are soon fulfilled when the desire arose in the mind of hemat ban to write the life and leelas of sai baba he immediately got it written by him when the order to keep the memos was given hemat ban was inspired and his intellect got strength and boldness to undertake and finish the work he was not as he says qualified to write the work but the gracious blessings of baba enabled him to complete the undertaking and thus you have the satcharitra which is a cistern or a somakanta jewel from which nectar in the form of sai leelas oozes out for the readers to drink to their heart's content whenever a devotee had complete and wholehearted devotion to sai baba all his calamities and dangers were warded off and his welfare attended to by baba the story of damodar savalram rasane kasar of ahmadnagar alias damu anna illustrating the above statement is given below damu anna the readers are aware that a mention of this gentleman was made in the 6th chapter regarding the celebration of ram navmi festival in shirdi he went to shirdi about the year 1895 ad when the ram navmi utsav or celebration began and since that time he has been providing an ornamental flag for that occasion every year he also feeds the poor and the fakirs who come there for the festival his speculations number 1 cotton trading a mumbai friend of damu anna wrote to him that they should do some cotton speculation business in partnership which would bring them about 2 lakhs of rupees as profit however damu anna says in a statement made about the year 1936 to mr b v narasimha swami that the proposal about speculating at mumbai in cotton was from a broker who was not to be a partner and that he was to be the sole adventurer this is to be referred in page 75 of the book devotees experience part 2 the broker wrote that the business was good and involved no risks and that the opportunity should not be lost damu anna was vacillating he could not at once determine to venture into the speculation he thought over this and as he was a devotee of baba he wrote a detailed letter to shama giving all the facts and requested him to consult baba and take his advice in the matter Shama got the letter next day and when he went with it at noon to the masjid and placed it before Baba 
he asked shama what the matter was and what the letter was about he replied that damu anna of ahmadnagar wanted to consult him about something then baba said what does he write and what does he plan it seems that he wants to reach the sky and he is not content with what god has given him read his letter shama then said the letter contains what you have just said o deva you sit here calm and composed and agitate the devotees and when they get restless you draw them here summon person and others through letters if you know the contents of the letter why do you then press me to read it baba said o shama read it i speak at random and who believes me then shama read the letter and baba heard it attentively and said feelingly the saint has gone mad write to him in reply nothing is wanting in his house let him be content with the half loaf he has and not bother himself about lacks shama sent the reply which damu anna was anxiously waiting for after reading it he found that all his hopes and prospects about lakhs of rupees as profit were dashed to the ground he thought that he has done a mistake by consulting baba but as shama had hinted in the reply that there was always much difference in seeing and hearing and that therefore he should come to shirdi personally and see baba he thought it was advisable to go to shirdi and consult baba personally about the affair so he went to shirdi saw baba prostrated himself before him and sat shampooing his legs he had no courage to ask baba openly about the speculation but he thought in his mind that it would be better if some share in the business should be assigned to baba and he said in his mind that if baba were to help him in this transaction he would surrender some share of profits to him damu anna was thus thinking secretly in his mind but nothing was wheeled from baba everything past present and future were clear to him a child wants sweets but his mother gives bitter pills the former spoils his health while the latter improves it so the mother looking to the welfare of her infant coaxes and gives bitter pills baba kind mother as he was knew the present and future prospects of his devotees and therefore reading damu anna's mind he openly spoke to him bapu i do not want to be entangled in any such worldly things on seeing baba's disapproval damu anna dropped the enterprise the second speculation grain dealing then he thought of trading in rice wheat and other grains baba read this thought also and said to him you will be buying at 5 sears and selling at 7 sears a rupee so this business was also given up the rise in the prices of grains was kept up for some time and baba's prophecy seemed to be falsified but in a month or two there was abundant rain everywhere 
and the prices suddenly fell down and therefore those who stored grains suffered severe losses damu anna was saved from this fate needless to say that the cotton speculation which was conducted by the broker with the help of another merchant also collapsed with severe loss to the adventurers after seeing that baba had saved him from two severe losses in cotton and grain speculations damu anna's faith in baba grew stronger and he remained a true devotee of baba till his passing away amralila or mango miracle once a parcel of about 300 good mangoes was received at shirdi it was sent from goa by one mamlatdar named raile to sai baba in the name of shama when it was opened all the mangoes were found to be in a good condition they were given in shama's charge and only four were retained and placed in the kolamba or pot by baba he said these four fruits are for damu anna let them lie there this damu anna had three wives according to his statement mentioned above he had not three but two wives only he had no issue he consulted many astrologers and himself studied astrology to some extent and found that there was a papi or an inauspicious planet in his horoscope there was no prospect of any issue to him in this life but he had great faith in baba when he went to shirdi 2 hours after the receipt of the mango parcel for worshiping baba he said though other people are looking for the mangoes they are damyas he whose they are should eat and die damu anna on hearing these words was first shocked but on man sabadi a shirdi devotee explaining to him that death meant the death of the ego and to have it at baba's feet was a blessing damu anna said that he would accept the fruits and eat them but baba said to him do not eat yourself but give them to your younger wife this amralila mango miracle of four mangoes will give her four sons and four daughters this was done and in due course it was found that baba's words turned out true and not those of the astrologers baba's speech established its efficacy or greatness while he was living in flush but it did the same even after his passing away baba said believe me though i pass away my bones in my tomb would be speaking moving and communicating with those who would surrender themselves wholeheartedly to me do not be anxious that i would be absent from you you will hear my bones speaking and discussing your welfare but remember me always believe in me heart and soul and then you will be most benefited prayer hemad ban closes this chapter with a prayer o satguru the wish fulfilling tree of the bhaktas we pray let us never forget and lose sight of your feet we have been troubled with the ins and outs in the sansar 
Now free us from this cycle of births and deaths. Restrain us from the outgoing of our senses to their objects and introvert us and bring us face to face with the Atma. As long as this outgoing tendency of the senses and the mind is not checked, there is no prospect of self-realization. Neither son, nor wife, nor friend will be of any use in the end. It is only you who will give us salvation and bliss. Destroy completely our tendency for discussions and other evil matters. Let our tongue get a passion for chanting your name. Dry out our thoughts and make us forget our bodies and do away with our egoism. Make us ever remember your name and forget all other things. Remove the restlessness of our mind and make it steady and calm. If you just clasp us, the darkness of night of our ignorance will vanish and we shall live happily in your light. That you made us drink the nectar of your leelas and awakened us from our slumber is due to your grace and our store of merits in past births. In this connection, the following extract from Damu Anna's statement mentioned above is worth perusal. Once when I sat at his feet along with many others, I had two questions in my mind and he gave answers to both. First question, there are so many crowding to Sai Baba, do they all get benefit from him? To this, Baba replied orally, Look at the mango tree in blossom. If all the flowers become fruit, what a splendid crop it would be. But do they? Most fall off by wind, either as flowers or as unripe fruits. Very few remain. The second question was about myself. If Baba were to pass away, how hopelessly adrift I would be. And how am I to fare then? To this, Baba answered, He would be with me whenever and wherever I thought of him. That promise he had kept up before 1918 and has been keeping up after 1918. He is still with me. He is still guiding me. This was about in the years 1910 to 1911. When brothers separated from me, and my sister died and there was a theft and a police inquiry all these incidents made me very disturbed when my sister died my mind was much upset I did not care for life and enjoyments when I went to Baba he pacified me with his upadesh and made me eat a feast of poor and poli at Appa Kulkarni's house there was a theft in my house. A 30-year-old friend of mine stole my wife's jewel box, including her auspicious nose ring. I wept before Baba's photo. The next day, the man returned the jewel box and asked for pardon. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.